it may, it may, it may also contain some very explicit language, which will frequently mean sexual swear words. Welcome to episode two of It's Madness Bruv podcast uh, with me, Rich. And me, Scott. Uh, where we look at the world's events from a mental health perspective. Whoop, whoop. Get in there. Yeah, off we go. So, Rich, how's your week been, mate? Shit. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking diabolical, mate. Caught me dick in my zip. Um, to be honest with you, this week... I mean, it's only Wednesday, so it's a bit of a fucking difficult one, isn't it? But now nah, this week's been all right, to be honest with you. I've been uh, been really upbeat, Chipper. Um, I think the weather's contributed to that considerably because, I mean, the clocks have now gone forward, haven't they? Or back, or yep. ups, or whichever fucking way they go, I never know. Bloody helps, doesn't it? Yeah, oh, mate, massively. It's the vitamin D thing, isn't it? Back to season-affected disorder and all yeah, that. You know, yeah. people get miserable as fuck in the winter, don't they? Yeah. Because they're generally stuck in the house doing nothing, which, to be honest with you, has been what we've done for the, the whole twelve yeah. months. I mean, you know, it's half... part and parcel, isn't it? I mean, yeah. and, and like, you know, I think that is something we definitely should touch on. But yeah, I mean, the last week it's been it's, it's quite funny actually. We, we said we'd start a podcast about our mental health, <laughs> and the first episode anyone's going to hear. And we're going to talk about our week, and we've both had actually had quite. A... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Ever since we started this I, podcast, I'm cured. I'm all right. Now. <laughs> Fuck, I don't know what you're talking about, mate. Nothing wrong yeah. with me. Fuck, all wrong yeah. with me. I mean, like last week. Last week was awful. Last oh, week I was mate. crushed. Like you know, just couldn't get out of bed. Um, the usual stuff. I was all over the place with work. I was just riddled with anxiety. And sometimes it just takes a couple of things, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. A couple of conversations with the right people. And, all, and, you know, and a turn in the weather, get out, ride your bike, um, or ride my bike, not your bike. Um, I'll just ride your missus. <laughs> More you're out riding your yeah, bike. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Doing me a favour. Well, try, mate. I ain't got a fuck in me at the minute. Uh, um, but, yeah, mate, not been too bad at all. I must admit, work, um, I've been fairly supportive <laughs> with me. I think it caught, I think it blindsided them the fact that I sort of approached them and said look I'm struggling and um, and I think they've 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 coped with that reasonably well mm. uh, I've been quite quite assured it is we've said this before to each other haven't, haven't we but it's surprising sort of where the support comes from when yeah. you, when you reach out for it mm-hmm. um, yeah so so all in all and like I say that these conversations really help. Um, just be more open. Just be more open generally, and I think that's why why we want to do this in the main, isn't it? To sort of encourage and normalise these sort of conversations because it's very easy, isn't it? When someone asks you how you are, to go sound. Yeah, well, this <laughs> is know. it. People, you know, you, you, people are screaming out for help. I mean, there's the. the, the... There's a, a a website called My Depression Team, um, and it's it's basically you know it's like a social media site where people you know they generally the status update has to consist of well how am i feeling you know what i mean and you can reach out and you can click like you know the, the like button or the hug button or whatever else and i was using that during sort of my really darkest days uh, and i found it a massive help because like you say it's uh, help can come from some of the strangest places. What's it I mean, called again? Sorry, mate. Uh, my depression team. Is it a website? Or yeah, yeah, it's okay. a social media. Like yeah. a social media. I think okay. there's an app for it as yeah. well. Okay. Um, 
and link, I got link I ga- in the description. As absolutely, say. yeah. yeah. I, I gave I gave somebody um, a bit of advice because she was getting really overwhelmed. She got this big list of stuff to do. My anxiety's playing up. I don't want to get up, and you know I'm getting really panicky because I've got to do X, Y, Z. I've I've got to do this. I've got to go shopping. I've got to do the housework. And I says, look, just dial it down a little bit. Mm. You know, break it down into little chunks, even if. It's a case of, right, one of your tasks is vacuum in the living room. Mm. Nobody anywhere says you've got to do that in its entirety in one go. You can do it over the period of the next few days. You do what you feel you can do Mm. and and tick it off your list and then just move on to the next thing. And if tomorrow you don't feel like finishing the vacuuming, don't do it. it. Yeah. I I kind of, one of the things that's contributed to um, uh, to my uh, kind of, mental health decline this year has just been the the sort of ever-growing to-do list and not managing that. And sometimes nothing feels better. You're never going to do everything that you need to do, are you? It's no. just not... You're always going to have stuff on your plate and just, you know, doing bits, taking a step back, going, yeah, okay, <clears throat> I'll do that, I'll do that, I need to do this, I'll do that. Um, you know, has really helped me no end and, and just sort of, you know, trying to get back to basics a little bit. I mean, you said something to me that really stuck with me a couple of weeks ago. Um, you said you try and keep things really simple now, and I think um, I, I think in the past I very often took on too much, and that's something now. Now I'm complicate kind of, things, don't yeah. you? Because it's your mind playing tricks on you once again, and it's your mind working you up, and uh, and it's it's like that analogy I said before that my mother-in-law gave me. You've got all your lids off, all your boxes. Yeah, I like uh, that. And you're trying to fill them all. And you haven't got to. You haven't got to. You haven't got no. to. I mean, you know, it, at the end of the day, if if you're not very well, you're not very well, Whether irrespective of whether it's a mental illness or physical illness. If you've got the flu, you're not going to jump up and do all of your chores and run around and do your entire to-do, to-do list because you're not very well. Yeah. Well, it's the same with mental health. Yeah. yeah Just yeah. because you can still get up and walk around doesn't mean that, that, that you're, you're still capable do, of doing all these you, things. Do you know what was funny? Because I'm, I'm, I'm off work at the moment. <clears throat> I'm signed off work. And um, a lot of my work colleagues follow me on, on Instagram. Around the street. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Peeping yeah. from behind bushes. Yeah, from behind bushes, yeah. <laughs> Rent a spy. Yeah. Um, but um um and and I sort of I went out on my bike a couple of weeks ago, um uh, and um uh, and I posted on social media and I thought they're going to see that and some people might get the hump or maybe some people don't know actually I'm off work with a mental health issue and they're thinking well hang on he's he's sort of fucking about fucking oh, well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah we, yeah all right yeah yeah that's that. Don't mean well, thanks for so, listening. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's to be so succinct, but yeah, fuck them. Yeah, see, yeah, the thing yeah, is, yeah. With, 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 with mental health, see, I, I, I often thought exactly the same thing when, mm. when I was at Openreach back in the day, because the one thing that used to make me feel better was going out on my bike as well. Yeah, it was yeah. when we was going to Canuck Chase and stuff before my knee went. Yeah, um, and I had that as well. And somebody said to me, "Well, what if they see you out on your bike? You're supposed to be ill." But, but. The, it's therapy. What the yeah, things oh, I me, need, is, the yeah. things I need to do, you know, is is get out and about. Just because I'm off sick doesn't mean I've got to sit in the house under a blanket mm. just in case my manager peeps through my curtains. Because it doesn't work like that with mental <laughs> so, illness. So, so, sounds like a, a less like a. Uh... <laughs> 
<laughs> like a nightmare and more like a wet dream of yours. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Let me told you in my hand. I know he's there, but I just don't want to let on. Just waving it around a bit like a like a like a limp lighthouse with one. Oh, well, I hope he's wearing that Spider-Man costume. <laughs> it's probably me. <laughs> Crotchless one. Oh, but yeah, it's um this this week's been been all right to be brutally honest. I mean last week was a bit of a was a bit of a bleeder. Hmm. I mean I'd had obviously finished my course. I'd had a week annual leave because I just I needed it because my head was so pickled, I knew that I, mm. I was going to need that week. So yeah. I preempted that I was going to, you know, I was going to need to rest my mind, not so much my body because it wasn't physically taxing, it was mentally taxing. Uh, a bit of a head melt. Thought, right, I'll take the week off. Um, and then I went back to work. On the Monday morning, I went to pick up some of my work kit off the floor, not even heavy. Um, and I felt a twinge in my back and, mm. you know, just can, carried on, thought nothing of it. Then come Tuesday, uh, I, I literally could not stand up. Yeah. I, I was kind of walking around like a pensioner or shuffling. So I ended up going to A&E. Um, they gave me a few days worth of, uh, of diazepam mm. um, and said, you know, you, you try and stay active around the house, but would suggest, you know, you, you, you kind of you rest it. So, uh, you know, that that's what I did. It, it, it had a bit of an effect on my mental mm. health because... I start worrying, you know what I mean? It, it, it sounds to me like, I mean, that compared to the the, the, the corky of, say, five years ago or, or ten years ago, it sounds to me like you've got the understanding of yourself and how your own mind works and the tools to be able to know when that's coming. And I think, you know, I most certainly wasn't in that place when sort of back in February, I, <clears> I, I, just, I, I just said, fuck it, I can't do this anymore, Yeah, you know. Um, even though the pressure was building up, I was reacting in familiar patterns, patterns that are familiar, familiar to me. There was nothing I could do about it, but it sounds to me like you sort of, you understood that, you know, you're in pain, you know, you're on these painkillers, you're off work, you're going to feel shit about yourself, but you sort of, sounds like you rode that out quite well. And speaking of that, I mean, you know, the I, I, obviously this pandemic doesn't help, does it? Well, no. <laughs> Fuck it. The only, I mean, I mean, the only people it helps is, is these 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 sanguivorous turds in government <laughs> who um who seem to be making a lot of fucking money off the yeah. back of people being well, you, out on their well, arms. I mean, without sort of falling down a sort of conspiracy rabbit hole, you you sort of look at it and you think, oh, Amazon's share price is doing all right, you know, and and stuff like that, and you kind of think, you know, it is it is people at the. It's like with any sort of issue like this, isn't it? It's people at the sort of lower end of the societal spectrum that suffer. Um, but it's it's kind of a... If you are going to take anything sort of good from it, um, you know, it's that now I feel like I'm having conversations with people about mental health mm -hmm. and they're more open, more understanding, or they're saying things like, I know somebody who's going through that. Or I know somebody who's struggling. I, I, you know, so if there's anything good coming out of it, it, it's that. But it completely blindsided me. I thought I'd be all right. I thought I'd be resilient enough to deal with it, and I could hunker down and all the rest of it. Um, but no, absolutely, absolutely blindsided me. I, 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 you know, but the last couple of days, just going out and seeing people out and about has just been an absolute tonic, to be honest. Yeah, definitely. I mean. But yeah, loads more people are, 
uh, are being affected uh, by by mental health as a, a a consequence of this. I don't. I'm not. I'm not going to blame the virus. I'm going to blame the 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 policies, the government mm. policies, because yeah. they to me seem far more detrimental to people's health, physical health, their financial well-being, and their mental health than this this virus ever could be. Yeah. Now I don't consider myself a conspiracy theorist. Mm. However, if I just don't trust the fuckers. Uh, <laughs> I don't. I really don't. And I'd yeah, rather I'm go with out, you on that. I'll go I'm out. hundred percent. I'll go out and do my own, my own sort of, um, my own research and look mm. into things. I mean, you think pre-pandemic, um, one in six adults were seeking mental health uh, services in wow. England. Seventy-five percent of them people with diagnosable mental illnesses received no treatment. Um, wow. And you know, this is before lockdowns. I said where. You know, with access to mental health services, um, like other medical services, have, have been you know severed, not by the virus, but by the, the government policies. policies. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, you know, if you think the mental health problems amount for twenty three percent of ill health and disability cases pre pandemic, all yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, only eleven wow. percent of the NHS budget. Is dedicated, dedicated to mental to health. I mean, in the south, that tells you all everything you need to know, doesn't it, about how much further we need to go as a society to address it. Well, you know, the disparity as well in terms of doling out the treatment to people down in the south. Well, it, they well, said, oh, well, you could well, expect well, to wait four days to see a professional, whereas up in the north, Ma- Manchester, you could be waiting in excess of two months. But this is pre-pandemic. Another, but this is another thing as well. It's systemically discriminatory as well, isn't it? Because mental health disproportionately affects poorer people, people of colour, women, homosexuals. Marginalised people are uh, more likely to have a mental health issue, aren't they? And they're not getting the funding. So it's one area of society where you could actually argue <laughs> that the, 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 there is that sort of systemic issue. Yeah, but yeah, it, I suppose in a, a weird sort of way, mental health is the one thing currently in society that doesn't discriminate because it affects. Yeah, like, correct. It, it affects everybody. Doesn't Meghan it? Markle. And it's, uh, well, <laughs> we were yeah, talking about that last week. Yeah. There, well, there's a prime example. But I mean, you know, it's uh, you know, mental health and unemployment. You know, they go hand in hand. 300,000 people per year lose their jobs because of mental health 300,000? 300,000. And that's pre-pandemic, bearing in mind. You know, 72 million days a year are lost because of mental health issues. That's incredible. You know, up to, there's been, you know, up to a 145% increase in suicides because of co because of the current situation. So if you bear in mind, in 2018, 6,500-ish people committed suicide that's 17 a day so there's been an uptake wow. of 145 percent because of what's currently going on it's the single biggest killer of men under the age of 45 yeah. in this country it, it, it does going going on to how much it sort of disproportionately i, I mean and and this is one of the reasons why both of us wanted to do this because we feel that this is a bit of a we get the sense don't we that this is a bit of a silent crisis amongst men of our age you know who don't necessarily want to talk about it and i think we all know people don't we i mean i know people young men that have taken their own lives and i know that you do one as of well. my one of my best friends he's like my brother mark whelan yeah you know and i loved him to pieces i mean my, you know my little boy his middle name's mark because of that reason um it that happened at the time when i went when obviously we got back to in touch and i went onto the microsoft course because mm. i went one way 
and he ended Even up going into prison because he mm. he was suffering from mental health problems but was mm. drinking excessively and that and that leaves you with that kind of residual guilt as well that you well, have I did, to well deal I couldn't with. get to him to talk to him yeah and then all of a sudden I find that he's he's on a live support machine you know in, in Dudley hell. Road Hospital and I spend three days next to his side watching him slip away see that, that it's experiences like that 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 shape the mind, isn't it? And I think with this with this pandemic as well now, I think, I wonder and I, and I sort of hope a little bit that we've actually got now a sort of collective trauma that we can all relate to. I know it sounds, because we all have things that we've been through. That Something that brings us all yeah, back together. Yeah, a little bit sort of, you get the sense when it you're out and It would be ironic, wouldn't it? Because it'd, it'd be lovely. I mean, you get the sense now that when you go out and about, there's a feeling you just there seems to be a bit of a warmth not just in terms of the weather but in terms of sort of people kind of I understand it yeah no, yeah but we've all been through this together it's it's like it's our you know it's our world war Two sort of thing there and, is a and, bit and, of... and we made so many advances as a society didn't we after world war Two? yeah definitely um, you, you know um we looked after each other that little bit better for a period didn't we and you just wonder whether or not that's my hope anyway, but I think I think there's positives out of it, but for me personally, it completely sort of blindsided me. But it, it, it sort of put me in a position where I've got to address well, sort of the issue. I would hope that it does bring people together, but on the flip side of it, the, the biggest evil at the moment that's ensuring that we don't get together collectively and, and sort of, you know, put differences aside is social media because mm. I know we've addressed social media before, mm. but that, to me is it, it's almost mm. like you know it, it it's evil it, it is mm. it's a, it's driving it's driving a wedge i can't help but think that that was the the idea from the start it's interesting isn't it because uh, you know and, uh, and i think people turn to social media a lot more during the pandemic and um, it's the only way they can talk to anyone. It's the only way they can talk to each other and you sort of think well that's kind of played into sort of big tech hands you can understand why people sort of kind of sort of fall down these kind of rabbit holes and things like that and, and and i think social media now is very it's a very useful tool for you know those who have power to set narratives um and to disseminate information and things like that and to gather data on people's response to it and then act on that and and disseminate further information that's tailored you know both corporate entities and 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 and, and politicians but from a mental health point of view i think we both know in terms of social media, how it works, you know, we're all consciously driven to seek social contact. Some of us even more so. I know that both you and I absolutely crave it. You know, we're both attention seekers of the highest order. Oh, I'm an attention whore massively. Yeah. I was. So, so, so social media is, for us, is is, is going to hook us in right away because it gives us that instant validation that we need. We'll put we'll put a comment up. You and I both on social media me less so now but you know and even you less so now but when we were both on facebook mm -hmm. that fucking thing jesus i would deliberately put things on there that were sort of vaguely provocative just to get attention and, and the, i'd just deliberately cause fucking <laughs> trouble, <laughs> trouble. and the, and, the, and the, the dopamine hit that you'd get from that um, you know and it's deliberate it's it's hardwired into the to the program that's what they want they want addicted consumers i was reading something the other day apparently now one in five 
um, Americans under the age of, I think it's 25, have a social media addiction, a treatable social media addiction. Well, it's mad how you can get addicted to it, that, yeah. and then the, there's actually some sort of treatment that you can have. Well, the, ke- the chemical reaction in the brain is, from, from my understanding, is very, very similar to that after you've had a line of cocaine, so... Yeah, when you when you're getting a certain amount of likes, it it causes a dopamine release in the brain. Brain consciously, what you're seeking is validation and that kind of human sort of interaction. Subconsciously, it's just a chemical reaction in the brain, like like absolutely everything else. Mm. Um, but I think it's it's powerful and it's dangerous. It's dangerous in the wrong hands. The question is, is it in the wrong hands at the moment? All right, pop pickers, here it is. It's this week's It's Madness Bruv social media top 10. Holding steady at number 10, it's WhatsApp, the app for football lads that are into transvestite porn. Down to number 9, it's the platform for all you angry conspiracy theorists, YouTube. Down to number 8, it's Pinterest, the site for yummy mummies who still think mason jars are quirky. And a new entry at number seven. Strangers seeing the inside of your house won't cure your status anxiety. Yes, it's LinkedIn. Another new entry at number six is the platform for wannabe sex workers, TikTok. And climbing one place to number five, it's the favored haunt of perma-virgins everywhere. It's Reddit. Holding steady at number four, it's Strava. You can't outcycle your childhood trauma. Believe me, I've tried. And down one to three, it's the website for argumentative, thick, posh twats. It's Twitter. And down one at number two, it's the site for people drinking Starbucks in cars they can't afford. Yes, it's Instagram. And back at number one, it's the favourite platform for all your racist uncles and old school friends that are in prison. Yes, it's Facebook. I know for a fact that I've seen people who have used social media and they've used it excessively. Mm. And I actually think there's a connection between the level of social media use. I reckon there's direct correlation. This might be a bit of homework for me for next week. Is there a direct link between excessive social media use and negative mental health there outcomes? There's got to be. They're putting expectations on themselves because they see you never see the real people, do you? No. You, you see them... Oh, look at me. You know, you could have some kid who would see a Ferrari in the street and he'll stand next to it and you don't know if he owns that. The chances he don't are, know if he owns yeah, it. He probably, <laughs> the chances are he doesn't. But then to, to somebody who is, who, who's maybe a bit, a bit fragile, we'll see that, yeah, yeah, who, yeah. who hasn't got much, who grew up like we did with fuck all, mm. you know, you, you, you start, you, because obviously there is a massive link between poverty and mental of course health. There is. You start putting these unrealistic expectations That's on yourself. Three. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you're gonna cry at that. <laughs> Fuck all to laugh about that. In that one. But uh, now nah, it's it, it, no, but you're 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 absolutely right, and it's I think it's it, it is the combination of the, the direct fights, chemical li- people yeah, killing each other, actual real fights. People have killed life. each other over because posts. of what's been discussed. Yeah. I mean, the impact that it's had on my family, for example. Yeah. You know, I, 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 because of things that people say. Um, and it's like, I, I, I'm struggling to see the benefits anymore. 
Yeah, it's, it's I mean, been... I mean, I've got. I, I, I stay on Instagram because Same, it, it's not. I think I'm less likely to engage on Instagram in a negative way. Yeah. Whereas Facebook, for some reason, yeah. it just made me want to say it's a magnet of shit. It isn't really it? is, and I, you know, I. I, I, I mean, I, and I know I was particularly sort of frustrated and unhappy at the time, um, mostly because of work. And you reject um, that answer there. Yeah, you do. And 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 all the way during Brexit and all that sort of stuff, it was just like bash, 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 arguing with anyone that I could just to get some sort of reaction, just to get some sort of chemical sort of thing going in, oh, I, I, well, yeah, in all, my brain. I lost a lot of kind of friends, and I say friends in inverted commas. I mean friends in the Facebook sense because a lot of them probably weren't my friend. Uh, I used to have a, a lot of people follow me because I'd been suggested to them because of uh, of my, my my comedy and how funny I am and and stuff that I was t- at the time I was taking things that were in the news and I was making jokes about yeah, and writing yeah. jokes and posting them on there and then when I had a kind of real bad mental health spell they kind of just left in droves because I was projecting my negative shit onto onto the internet yeah you know what yeah. I mean and, and, and a lot of the people on there weren't there for that. And I couldn't expect any support from them because they weren't my friends. Yeah. They were there for a specific reason. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? And it's kind yeah. of, um, they do, they just kind of leave and you think, bloody hell, I used to be friends with them. And then you start worrying. You, you start worrying. Of, yeah, of, yeah. Of and, and the thing is that you would never have worried about that. I mean, you and I, I'm sure, like, you know, what well, we know, you know, we've been out and we've been fucking dickheads, like in our teens. And, Speak and what for yourself. You know, and, fucking, <laughs> and you can wake up, you can wake up the next morning when you were younger, yeah. you can wake up the next morning and you didn't have that fucking anxiety. Like now, how do these kids fucking enjoy themselves? Like yeah. properly? How do they properly let them, let their hair down? Their knuckle, they must be absolutely fucking wound up like fuck. You know, because they know that they've got to go out and sort of project this perfect image. And then they'll go out, they probably don't want to have a drink, have a good time, because that might not necessarily be a bad thing. It might keep them in check, who knows? But you just think, you know, that constant worrying about that all the time. How do people do it? Well, there's no separation for kids as well, in the sense that when we were at school, if someone was kind of bullying you or you was having a hard time at school, as soon as that final bell went and you was on the 94 bus and you was out of there, it, it was over then until yeah. the following day. Yeah, yeah. But now it, it continues. Fucking, it, it, you yeah. know, the kids of today, they'll go home and it will continue online. That must be horrible for yeah. them. And they sat there Thinking all, about that. all yeah. night online. Whereas we'd go home, we'd throw our shit clothes on and yeah. we'd be straight out the yeah. door. You know what I mean? And we wouldn't be back I'd until say to it was mom, dark. I'd say fucking Corky's been a twat again. And I'd go up to my room and play Street Fighter and that was it. Yeah, and that's it, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I feel for them. But I, you know, and I think uh, as adults as well, you 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 see people's sort of perception of what they want you to see. It's nothing like reality, nothing like reality. And I think it's I, fake as fuck. Yeah, and 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 I think it, unfortunately it's sort of in, in, indicative of broader, broader sort of trends. But, um... How much weight have you lost, Cork? Nearly two stone. It's, I just as an ice cream. Van, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's my theme tune. <laughs> Uh, yes, health and fitness. Yeah, well, it's, it, it's 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 so bloody important, mate, isn't it? Especially like you know, as we were talking about the the, the the pandemic. I think one of the things that has kept me sort of from completely fucking imploding is the ability to just try and look after myself, which I, I did do whilst the weather was good last year. But come September, I really sort of you know it was too cold. The gyms were shut, and it just made me fucking miserable. I, I cannot stress enough. 
for me, anyway, how, how important it is to stay physically fit. Well, I'm going to be getting out on that bike you lent me soon. Yeah, mate, you're looking good. Well, you're you know, good. Well, uh, some more good news. I had a letter land in this morning uh, from, from the Royal Orthopaedic. Uh, and they, they're going to try this pioneering new uh, procedure on my knee. Where oh, they, nice. they tried it a couple of months ago, fucking dickheads. <laughs> where they stick a load of needles under an MRI into my leg and locate the nerves. So my knee... Yeah, that like, sounds like the kind of procedure that could be carried out by a dickhead. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, exactly. A fucking donkey. My, my knee looked like fucking Hellraiser. And, and what they were supposed to do was give me a local anaesthetic and then kill the nerves, the main nerve in my knee. Fucking but hell. they put all this local in, and I'm there with all these needles. And then halfway through, they says, um, "Fancy a pint?" No, we're not going. We're not going to do the rest because of COVID. Because <laughs> I said, "But you're already there. You've got ten needles in my knee. Just fucking do it, you donkey." <laughs> well, they didn't. And so obviously, I've been struggling ever since. But now I've had a letter saying that on the 14th of April. Uh, on the Wednesday, yeah. I've got to mosey on up the road there and go and have this this treat. So if yeah, it works on. and they kill the nerve to in the in, in my right knee, oh, mate. it means I can get back out well, on that, the bike. That's I've, fucking brilliant because that'll coincide as well with you losing a shitload of weight. Well, shitload. I'll accelerate the weight loss, yeah. Because I mean, hey, you mate, you've maintained that diet. Um, I, I mean, just fucking brilliantly. I mean, I don't know what you were eating before or how what your eating habits were or how they've changed, but. They were wrong, evidently, because yeah, I couldn't well, yeah, see my because, willy, could I? Yeah, well. Still can't, yeah. 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 But, uh, One day I will. I'll show it now. <laughs> we'll go to the gym together, mate. You'll let you powder it. Lovely. But, but not, yeah, I mean, as soon as the gym opens again, if they sort my knee out, that's it. I'm going to accelerate my weight loss and mm-hmm. get down to my target weight now. You know, even though I, I believe in my art of arts, this whole pandemic is a, is a, an absolute load of bollocks. <laughs> I still prepared myself for it and said, right. You did really well at that. Yeah, I said, right, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to, you know, I did research in terms of health and the right vitamins I should be taking to boost my immune system. So I've lost weight. I'm taking my vitamin D, my vitamin C, uh, quercetin, zinc. Magnesium for my mental health. I've obviously taken, you know, my cod liver oil and all the others, and I'm taking mm. individual because you can get a multivitamin, but they so don't necessarily have everything that you need. I've, I've, st- I've started taking them. I don't know if I notice any real sort of massive uh, difference. Matt, you've got to be honest. taking them for a long time. Yeah. In terms of vitamin D, you're probably that deficient. You're going to have yeah. to be. T- I mean, they, they, I think they say something like take about four thousand IU a day. I'm taking about ten thousand. What's IU for us? Fucking muppets! But it's just a measurement, a unit of measurement. Yeah, basically. Yeah, I mean, I, I started. I've been. Are you international three, units? Oh, I've been taking them for the last July. fucking three or four weeks. Um, and um, and and like, I, I don't know. I mean, maybe if it just comes becomes routine, I might start noticing improvements. I don't know in my skin or whatever. I don't know. Definitely, we'll take magnesium yeah. as well for oh. your mental health because yeah. that helps your mental health massively. Okay. If you're taking antidepressants though, I'd um, I'd. I'd Get online on drugs.com and see whether... Because that's a website I use. And I have a look at drug interactions. <laughs> drug, drugs.com. It's, it's a professional professional br- website. Brilliant. Where you, you, that's the kind of thing, like, when you first... Imagine, like, you, 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 your mate's got a fucking dial-up fucking modem and a PC around his house when you're about 16. And you go round. It's the kind of thing that you go on there. You go, you put anything in here, anything.com. <laughs> oh, the drugs.com. Mom's tits. 
No, but yeah, drugs.com is an official website. <laughs> is that where you got them from? Yeah. It's an official website um, where, where, you know, the, the medical people use it. It's a proper website where you can look at, you can put the name of a specific medication in there. It'll give you, you know, other things that it's known by because in different countries it's, but it, the best thing for it is is drug interaction. So it shows you if it interacts with another oh, okay. medication. So, you know, because I came off the antidepressants, I started taking magnesium. Yeah. Now, my own personal experience is I've never felt better. Yeah. Uh, I still have my moments, but I'm a million times better than what I was when I was really, really, really when I was on the antidepressants and being and really, yeah. really depressed because I was 24 stone. I was hiding away in the house. That's what I mean. I'm just, just, mate, I'm, I'm it, 20 I mean, now. I have, I, have, I have to say, mate, I'm, 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 I'm fucking delighted for you because every time I've seen you since you properly started on that diet, you've looked better and better and better and better. And I think, you know, although maybe it is because of what we were talking about earlier and social media and things like that, you know, maybe there is an element of that. But even so, I think looking good, to look good, you have to be healthier. And if you're healthier, you're going to fucking feel better. It's as simple as that, in it? And, and there's nothing, there's no sort of getting away from it. And, and, and I think, I wonder, actually, within mental, the advice that's out there for people with mental health issues, whether that's actually said enough, you know, just get off your ass. Well, they don't, do they? Yeah. There is a massive, there is a massive connection between gut health and mental health. And, 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 yes. and, and that's true. If you eat shit, you'll be shit. Mm. You know, you constantly it's got to, it's chopping got to be that well, way. Of course, it, because yeah. your body's like an engine. It's like yeah. a, you've got to feed it the correct things. See, my got, my, eat, I feel better about myself, which is obviously going to make mm. my mental health better because I, I feel more in control. Yeah, that's a good point as well. I'm it's losing the control thing as well. People are saying more nicer things to me as well because I can get. Oh, it's, I, mate, I, it's a cycle. I can, it? I can or, be quite thick-skinned at times, but when people go, oh, "Fuck me, you've pulled it on," yeah, that hurts. See, it's that, a bit of it twinges. That, you know, that, that that to me is absolutely spot on. Like you, it forms part of a cycle, doesn't it? You know, if if things that if one of the things that makes you miserable is people calling you a fat fucker, then if you do something about that, people won't call you a fat fucker, and you'll feel better. I mean, I mean, it sounds fucking obvious, doesn't it? But you just think, hey, what? But what single it's one of the most if not the most best thing you can do for your own mental health in my view my, my self-esteem has improved massively since i lost 15 kilograms yeah you know what I mean? oh, i've been not, i'll be the first to admit that i've hidden away from fucking society because i, I could never go a, a day without somebody Saying something shit. I mean, even not two days ago, I mean, some kid who, who I'm supervising at work, he, he works for one of our delivery partners. You know, he, he, because I'm supervising, I'm not getting my hands dirty. I'm doing, I'm driving around directing the battle for the project mm. management because that's what they've asked me to do. I'm their eyes and ears because they're dotted around all over the country, especially given the situation with COVID. Um, and he said to me, he goes, oh, you're just going to go and sit in your car and eat McDonald's. And it's like, <laughs> I'm like, contrary to popular belief, dickhead, I actually don't like McDonald's. I think it's fucking shit. I said, so no, I'll get to McDonald's for a cup of tea, but I won't go there and order a meal because I don't like it. And if you look in my lunch bag, I've got a banana, apple, I've got some satsumas or easy peelers. 
I've got a nice big piece of chicken, perhaps, <laughs> and I've got some boiled eggs, and I'm Amazing. keeping it simple. Yeah. And, and then the thing is, from all the things that I'm eating, I know what's contained Mate, in you, each of them. Are you having the same thing every day now, more or less? Um, I, I go through periods. Yeah. I'll, I'll probably have that for a week or two, then I'll switch on. I'll switch it up a little bit. Yeah. yeah. But I try and I'm trying to keep it simple because back to what we yeah. said at the beginning, you, you you start taking in too much information. Yeah. To, to, and you and you want to you you want to act on all of it if you're anything. And like then that. you end up doing nothing. And you end up doing nothing. And, yeah, 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 yeah. Don't you know what I mean? So soft. I've kept it simple. Yeah, yeah. I know, I know. On Slimming World, I can eat as much fucking chicken. I can eat that much chicken. Mm. I'll start plucking, fucking and growing, them. <laughs> yeah, growing feathers. You know what I mean? Yeah, fucking them. Uh, and the same with eggs. Um, and I know I can have as many as I like, and, not, and that's exactly what I do. But yeah. the thing is, it's working for me. And I feel now, I feel yeah. in control. Well, you, look, you, you know, you look better. People are telling you you look better. That gives you a bit of a twitchy tip. You're like, oh, fucking hell. And, you, you know, absolutely fucking spot on. It's great to see, mate. It I'm getting my really confidence is. back a bit because, well, as you know, when we were kids... Well, there's something but... for us all to look for. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, you fucking wise. I'm going to rock up here. Because the one thing that Richard Corcoran lacks, ladies and gentlemen, at the moment, is confidence. Yeah. It wasn't something <laughs> that I used. I, I never used it. You know, I was so still, It's sure. funny, like, because to me, you're still more confident than most people I know. How funny is that? I don't feel that way, though. Yeah, because I mean, do I. I, don't, do I. I don't really think about it. It's not something I ever think of. Thinking, oh, well, how confident are you? You know, because everybody's got their own insecurities. Everybody's fighting their own personal battle, one yeah. which is back to the whole mental health thing. Because a lot of people hide it. Yeah, yeah. The yeah, statistic speaks for itself that seventy odd percent of you know people diagnosed uh, diagnosable uh, uh, mental health problems that they just do not go and yeah. seek help. They Agreed. suffer in silence, and I can't I can't stress enough that suffering in silence is the wrong thing to do. But depression makes you do that. So I think that takes us nicely on to talk about our sort of wrap up. Read them, mate. Yeah, I thought that was. I'm doing a rap. Yeah, <laughs> that's the first time I've ever asked you to rap, and you've not been willing. You used to rap all the time. You used to love rapping. I've got bars. I'm bars. I know. Bro. I know. I, know. I was Eminem before Eminem was Eminem. <laughs> fucking hell, that is fucking hilarious. Because the first thing I thought when I saw Eminem, so I'd say to anyone who I said I went to school with someone like that. <laughs> I wish I had his fucking money, mate. I know, mate. Fuck me. Jesus Christ. Well, that would that, that we wouldn't be doing this fucking podcast, would we? But, no. Uh, yeah. But it, it, hopefully, just listening to this, our hope is that it prompts a conversation amongst people, or you don't feel less of a bellend for just having a reach out, chat. reach out, comments. You know, in the comments below, you, you know, you can always reach out. Um, you know, you can. <laughs> I know what music's going on over the top of this. <laughs> reach out fuck's sake yeah just reach out I don't know how it goes then got the melody I'll just try and sing it yeah. oh fuck me if Tony was in I should be belting oh, it out. Yeah. but no no you know reach out we'll, we'll include some, we'll include the usual links to you know various charities and yeah, uh, yeah, web. yeah. if I come across any any good websites um, <laughs> I'll uh, I won't include the link because they're over 18. They're fucking filth. And there's not many people into midgets like me. Uh, oh, as, as always, Rich, it's been a fucking pleasure. And just a reminder, we are available for children's parties. <laughs> See you next week. Yeah, thank you very much. Uh, see you later.